What's up, Brewroots listeners? It feels like it's been a while for us, but uh, let me introduce our host before we get into the meat and potatoes of stuff. I'm here with Erica and Sound Guy Ryan. What's up, everybody? What's up? Hi. Hey, clearly, I've been watching like <laughs> YouTube videos because I sounded like one of those YouTube people. Like, what's up? Come watch me open toys. Yeah. What's up, boys and girls? <laughs> We're back to another episode. Yeah. Um, but we got some um, announcements to make. Um, Indeed. As many of you know, Ryan owns a fish market. His family, I don't, I, his family runs a fish there market. There you go. And uh, it's getting into busy season. It's very busy. And Brewroots is expanding. Ryan's not leaving. This is not like a sob story. Ryan's not leaving. <laughs> See ya. <please>. I know. <laughs> don't cry yet. Please don't leave. Um, it's, uh, we are going to actually be going to bi-weekly episodes. Yep. Um, and what that's going to do for the listeners is we're going to be able to focus more on the breweries in those weeks to hype up those breweries, give them the exposure that we feel that they deserve. And also, it gives us an opportunity to expand it to some more content. Uh, if you've noticed, we have kind of got some sort of following on TikTok now. Yeah, our TikTok has blown up. Yeah, so, so make sure you're following us. Smash there. the subscribe button. Smash, 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 smash. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, uh, a lot of our listeners have crossed over from Instagram to TikTok and, and translated from our podcast area. Um, so it's really awesome to see. Um, so we're going to be doing some more YouTube content, um, some more TikTok content, and going to those breweries, kind of giving you a, uh, a video aspect of those breweries because, very frankly, the audio tells a great story, but if you can see some of these cool places like we're at today... You'd really fall in love. You'd really fall in love. Yeah. yeah. And you get to see the people that we're talking with. So um, it's we're not canceling the podcast. podcast isn't ending. We are just going down to more, and uh, who knows? We might go back if we get more feedback. You never know. We might go down to once a month. <laughs> no, 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 no. Shifting that's, to that's a multimedia crazy. platform. Yeah, we've, we, we are... Uh, Fun words. Yeah, we're calling it a multimedia platform. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And oh yeah, Elon Musk is buying us. Like he's buying. Oh us. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> what's one more? Shit. What's that's one more business? Right? Yeah, that's so, what no, it is. We couple, were a couple not, more billion. Yeah, we yeah. were not forty-three billion. But Pretty I have close to say, though, we were I mean. like thirty-eight-seven. <laughs> he said, "Well, whatever." He did it. It's great. Uh, so yeah, where are we today? We are at Merrimack Ales in right. Lowell, Massachusetts. So fun facts about Merrimack Ales. It's not in Merrimack. It's not. <laughs> Yes, thank you. Merrimack Valley, right? That, that's a correct. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, a big body of water that's also called the Merrimack River. Oh, yeah, right, that, that one. There, that's yep. where the yep. name comes from. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out because um, I would encourage our listeners, go back into the Wayback Machine, episode three. Episode three, can you believe that? Can you believe that? Episode three. May Almost 17, five years 2017, ago. five years ago, wow. by the time this releases. Uh, we sat down with Adam and Pat Auclair close friend of the podcast. He's no longer at Merrimack, but he's doing great things where he works right now. Um, and a lot has changed. I, I listened back to the episode. Um, we sucked back then, so thanks for doing this again. Um, Give him a chance. Give me another yeah, chance. I, I, I can't say that we're much better, but it's not just me. I have two co-hosts now. So, so we're all just they're, in it together at this yeah. point. Yeah. You, yeah. When you know your limitations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you brought an entourage this time. Brought yes. an entourage, yes. yeah. But you weren't here, and you're a lot bigger than Pat, so I, yeah. can't, I could mess with Pat. Mew, not so much. <laughs> well, Pat might be a little better looking. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm, a more, I'm, I'm a little bit more modest. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah he does wear those Pat. short shorts. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, so a lot's changed. Uh, we were we were joking off air. Obviously, you could not have foreseen. We, you know, I didn't have the foresight to ask. You know, what would you see yourself in five years, or what was it? What do you think? Your five-year plan. But um, <laughs> obviously, with the pandemic, you couldn't have predicted that. So let's 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 kind of not skirt around that. But what is what has changed for Merrimack Ale? And why don't you just introduce yourselves as well, just because our if our remind listeners, people. yeah, remind people. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been yeah. a while. Yeah, it's been five years. So uh, I'm Adam Pearson. I'm the owner guy. Uh, Joe. Beauregard, our sales guy. Um, Hi, everybody. Yeah, God, a lot has changed. Um, you guys were here about a year after we first opened. Yeah, there are a uh, lot less fermenters here. There are a lot. Well, yeah, and at that time, uh, since right now uh, we're sitting in our tap room space, we didn't have one of those then. <laughs> uh, all of our early customers will fondly remember the days of our little jockey box and the three taps that we would run in and switch kegs and pour free samples and fond memories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so one of the big objectives in the in the multi-year plan was accomplishing this, getting the city to go along and license the tap room, um, which we got open October of 2019, and uh, got it up on plane, nice and busy, and then Shazam, St. Patrick's Day week 2020, it all shut down. Yeah. 
Um, and like you say, nobody, nobody saw that coming. Um, where I think we were fortunate was that we were just getting the tap room going, but our early going was that we were a self-distro brewery. So we had beer out in stores. In the wild, yeah. Yeah, and it helped. And uh, the tap room had been open, I think, just long enough that we got our mug club launched and sold all those very quickly. And those folks kept us floating during the first six months of the pandemic. Yeah, we've certainly so. heard that that. That story from others. Yeah, so yeah. it's really yeah. cool to hear. What made you go in the in the just self distro vein? Just because you you were forced to do that? Um, I wouldn't say forced, but you know we're not treehouse. Yeah. Um, so what? what? <laughs> um, Who are not? Yeah. Well, and and they don't distro either because well they don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> you come get it. Yeah. Uh, you come get it. Pick it up. But you know, so Massachusetts is one of the states that allows self distro. And when I got the brewery going. Um, got on Reddit, got on Pro Brewer, got on all the places, talked to as many people as I could, and the guidance was uh, get out there and do it yourselves first. In fact, I invited one of the distribution guys down here. He came, I think I had like two kettles. And yeah. you, you can see, he, we were meeting at 10 o'clock, he walked in and by the second foot <laughs> hitting the floor, the look on his face was, uh. what's my 10.30? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he was, he was really professional. We had a nice short conversation. He tried some of our beers and he said, look, here's my advice to you. Get out there, do this yourself, grow your book so that when you're ready, the conversation will be a lot more meaningful. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're still doing it. Uh, the pandemic obviously slowed that down a little bit, but uh, it gets us eyeball to eyeball with our customers. That's really helped build that rapport. Five years ago, what would you have said Merrimack Ale was known for? Five years ago, uh, the free samples. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, five years later, what are you known for? Uh, our tap room, uh, lots of live music, Bruins games, and uh, a couple of our beers like Cheetah and the Goza series. Don't forget the great trivia that you have as well. Did you say trivia? Uh, we don't. We, we have Thursdays, we do <laughs> trivia. Um, and then uh, we were also, before MLB killed them, we were on board with the spinners here in Lowell. Yeah, but there's a rumor they might be coming back. Yeah, I've I'm, heard that. I'm not going I've... to say anything out loud because <laughs> I just want it to happen. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. Yeah. We need baseball back in this city. Yeah, you know? uh, being a nice. UMass Lowell alumni, I agree. I mean, going to oh. the school, living in this community for a while. I, Lowell has a, a, a uh, soft spot in my heart. And this brewery especially, uh, it's very Lowell. DIY, uh, working yep. class yeah. establishment. Um, and I, 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 and I say the same thing about navigation with what, what PJ's doing. You know, I, I think what you, the beer scene in Lowell, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Very Lowell. It's not Merrimack Valley. It's Lowell, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. yeah, it's not trying I to be anything see, else. I can see it's, that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, why have you stuck in Lowell? Well, part of the five-year plan you didn't ask me about was <laughs> um, we're not in the best location. We're off the beaten path, which, okay, that's part of our charm. Um, it was also the only place that was available when I wanted to launch the brewery, right? Uh, and the plan was, okay, if we can gut it out five years on Bolt Street, hopefully we'll be in a really good position to find a permanent home. Kind of like Idle Hands did, like Night Shift did, right? Yeah. Um, it's just, honestly, we got set back a couple of years, so we're still on the same path. It's just a little bit of a pause and reboot. Absolutely. Joe. Yes. When did you come into the into the, in the fold? Well, you know, it's it's funny. Um, I started here as a sales representative in January, beginning of the year. This but year, I've known 2022. Adam. 2022. Wow. I've been involved, you know, when I say been involved, I've known Adam around the same time he opened. I actually knew Pat when he was over at Duquesne. Yeah. Pat Slatter, who was a friend of mine, went to, went to uh, high school with him. Yeah. Here's to Pat, by the yeah, way. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, you know, I've always been a fan of, you know, local craft beer and I was here, I had some friends that homebrewed. I could say I was involved a little bit, but I can say more or less, I drank my part, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I always appreciated it. And I got to meet Adam very, you know, very early on in the, in the process here. So I was here doing so I was one of those tasting guys in the jockey box. And so we had some conversations over the years and I was in you know, the sporting goods industry, apparel, that took a huge hit with the pandemic. 
Uh, we just had a conversation at the end of this year, at the end of uh, 21. And, you know, with everything that had happened with the pandemic, the representative that was here had left. And I just said, we just had a conversation. I was like, hey, I know the story. I've been here quite a while, seen what you're doing. And I'd like to be a part of this. And if it makes sense, let's do it. So here I am. And we're out there selling three-prong approach. We got the tap room. We have the restaurants in the, in the liquor stores. And, and we're doing it. Yeah. it's awesome. Have you seen things bounce back? I mean, you're, you're out there. You're one of the frontline people for self-distro. I don't think we asked that question enough, but where are we? Pre-pandemic? Are we still at, you are know, we over it now? Yeah. <laughs> I don't necessarily know if we're completely over it. I think there, it's definitely getting back. People are starting to go into restaurants. Yeah, and I'm and talking strictly starting- number-wise, like beer sales, like, you know, like... Well, you know, as I was, as I talked with Adam, obviously we have we have a tap room here. We have obviously we sell to uh, liquor stores, restaurants. That is definitely we've had we over the, just the last few weeks we we've, we've seen some 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 uh, nice sales. Yeah, and it, it's good. definitely it's bouncing good. back. It's getting warmer. Well, it's getting warmer. Um, who knows what this latest variant's going to do? But but people are coming back out. Um, so part of the effect of the pandemic for us was. Um, We'd had a sales guy. We were doing on our on our distro stuff. We were doing very well pre-pandemic. Uh, our sales guy left, put the the search out right. Found another guy, uh, got him on board. Uh, very excited about it. He had uh, repped for a couple of other breweries. Very experienced. I was super excited. He made it uh, a week oh, befo- no. before. And what it was. And here's the thing. Okay, here's the human side of it. Um, single dad, uh, had a daughter had taken a break from the beer industry, had a side business that he created and grew into a full-time gig. And then the pandemic shut us all down. And he came in that that eighth day, if you will. He said, I can't do it. I said, yeah, I know. I, I can't expect you to go store to store to store in this thing where we don't know what's going on and put your daughter at risk. Yeah. So we shook hands and off he went. And it took me... That was March. It took me until August to find a new sales guy because uh, no one wanted to scamper. Do that, yeah, right, yeah. right. And uh, so then we got a new sales guy, and we—I would say—we hit a, a level plateau. So it was workable. Uh, and then he went and got himself a nice job. So very <laughs> proud of him. Um, and then the timing was perfect when Joe came on board. And you know, dry January, whatever you want to view it as. <laughs> yeah. um, January, February, I think were rough. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they were rough for everybody. Um, yeah. And, but we're seeing a nice pickup at this point. That's yeah. good. Uh, Beer-wise, what are what are the beers you're known for today? Uh, well, the three we have on the table today are, are around. Uh, so Strike Zone Blonde, it's actually a beer we created for the Spinners. Uh, it's just an easy drinking 4% Blonde Ale. Um, the one that you've got is the current version of our Goza series. We fruit it up different ways. I, you know, that one's mango. The mm-hmm. one that everybody really loves is the lemon blueberry. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And then uh, Cheetah, our double IPA, has been a big hit. That's what Ryan has. Yeah. Uh, is it good, Ryan? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, other, the other one that folks really love, uh, we're actually going to, it's going to be a year-round beer from now, uh, is a collab we did with Alpine Butcher here in town. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, the, the brothers pestered us for a year. Like, come on, guys, make us a beer. <laughs> and uh, what we ended up with was our chocolate peanut butter stout. Yum. Mm, nice. So, you can't go wrong. Yeah, it's it's tasty. And don't yeah. forget our neighbors, the neighbors hazy IPA. True. Oh, yeah, that was pretty popular. I had that last time I was here, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've had a lot of success with that. We're getting it into a lot of uh, stores, restaurants. Yeah, so it's been that's good. awesome. Nice. Uh, being kind of... You're the, you're, you're the face of the brand when you go into the into liquor stores, uh, restaurants. Merrimack Ale does not have the same name that Sam Adams has, that right. Night Shift, that, you know, sure. any of the craft beers that you see, right? And this is no, no, no offense, but how do you sell this? I think you have to look at it from an approach that we're, the, we're local, you know, yeah. and I think mm-hmm. that now more than ever, that I think people something. appreciate local what it means especially with what we've been through and how you know support your local business support your local uh pizza shop support your local uh you know what have you and so you know that's something that we 
I definitely talk and say, hey, we're local. We're, we're down the street. You know, you, you can't get beer any fresher coming off our bright tanks. Yeah. You know, it's coming from the, the bright tank to your, you know, yeah. literally, we're like taking beer to it's, a restaurant. And we're, it's the closest thing to farm to table. That. Right. Yeah. Right. So pretend Matt is a restaurant or a packy store. Sell him your, sell him the beer right now. Go like for Wolf it. Of Wall Street. Hey, Matt, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Hey, Matt, nice to meet you. Joe from Merrimack Hills. Hey, we're selling a ton of seltzers this week. So, like, what do you got for seltzers? <laughs> seltzers. What's wrong with what's wrong with you? What's your problem, man? Oh, man. I don't know. That's what the people want. <laughs> we're no. In the no, I would just I would just say, listen, you know, we're a local brewery. About 10 miles as the crow flies. Yeah. We, we produce, you know, a wide variety of, you know, we have IPAs. And I think that's what we try to do is we try to give, you know, it's drinkability. And so when we're talking about beers, we're not an IPA house. You know, that's one thing that Adam, and we, you know, I've known, knowing him over the years, he's always tried to make beers for, you know, if you don't like IPAs, you know, we may have a, we'll have the strike zone for you. Not many oh, people have blonde ales, so it's like, yeah. yeah. And it's you a know, great blonde ale too. We have a brown, you know, we're in Yardhouse now because we have a brown ale that was able to be ex- excessed and it's a great tasty brown ale and it's on tap at Yardhouse now. That's awesome. And, yeah. and so I think the, you know, what I, you know, what I say is just, hey, we're local. You need beer, we're down the street. You know, we'll get it to you. Not in a couple of weeks. We can have it for you. If it's available, yeah. we'll have it for you in a couple of days. Yeah. And we, get, and we get calls, you know, from time to time. Hey, I need, hey. You know, Our that, tap's out. Got to fill this tap. Yeah. yeah. That, that, you know, that cheetah is, is moving. Can we get some more? We just got a call from a local restaurant. Uh, they sold so many, they sold so much beer over the weekend. They needed to place another order and we delivered it today. That's awesome. So that's, you know, it's, yeah. that's kind of what we try to do. So what I'll. I'll jump in. One one thing on me is the the owner. Um, festivals are starting to come back. Yeah. Right. One of the things that we still hear from people: there's a brewery in Lowell. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and, and now it used to okay. be. Well, well, did you know there's actually three? Well, now it's there's two. two yeah. Um, so, for me, it says okay. I have to rethink the numbers, and we need to put more into multimedia advertising. We got to get the word out. Um, we do that. Yeah. Which we've been doing that recently. We actually just about to wrap up and sort of relaunch a, a kind of uh, evolutionary rebrand. Ooh. Uh, everything's getting a little bit tweaked. Nice. Um, two good partners. One's uh, the guys uh, at Kodo Design. We've been following their workbook. And then uh, through my professional network prior to the brewery, uh, connected to a guy who's a fantastic graphic artist and branding dude. Yeah. Uh, so excited that that's all coming out. We're going to see if we can have you reveal more on the other end of this messages. Take it away, Sam Guy Did you know that your favorite Massachusetts breweries use hops from a local family-owned hop farm right here in Massachusetts? Our friends over at Four Star Farms are there for you, whether you're a commercial brewery or a small batch home brewer. Make sure to head over to their website today and get your hands on some of the best and freshest hops available locally. Cheers. At our local homebrew shop, Beer and Wine Hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Not sure where to start? They have knowledgeable staff there to help. Beer and Wine Hobby is family owned and located in Danvers, Massachusetts. Visit their website, beer-wine.com, and use our promo code BRUTES for 10% off your online order today. Shirts on Tap is the box subscription service for craft beer lovers. Each month, Shirts on Tap partners up with seven different breweries from across the country and collaborates on a sweet custom shirt design. We've been teamed up with Shirts on Tap since the inception of the podcast and are proud to announce a new promo code for all of our listeners. To get your first shirt for $5 off, go to the link in our description below and use the promo code. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. And we're back! back. Oh my god, we still have sync. You owe me a beer. Jinx. Yeah. All right, so what can you reveal? <laughs> uh, well, pretty much all of it, especially because the new website's already out. Um, I was just on that recently. It looks really yep. good, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it was really neat. The, uh, the conversation 
that we had with, with the graphic artist guy. He's like, so your tagline is the art and science of brewing. I said, uh-huh. He says, what is that? I'm like, well, it's kind of my background. So I'm, I'm an engineer, but did a lot of art and obviously I like brewing. He goes, yeah, but you're not really screaming about either one of those. I was like, okay, fair, fair, fair point. Yeah, fine, yeah, yep. hurt my feelings, but okay, go ahead. And I was like, damn, you're right. And uh, so he's redone our logo. Uh, the original one I did, it's, you know, kind of the Merrimack River with the Tingsboro Bridge and all that. And uh, Which traffic is so fucking terrible over that bridge, I have to say. <laughs> My son plays hockey at Skate 3. Oh, yeah. My girlfriend lives in Nashville. I know all of 58 yeah. months a year. Yeah. And, yeah, trying to get through that intersection. It's the worst. Yes. Fun. Yes. Uh, I digress, though. So, so here, here's on. part of the upgrade is the new logo doesn't have the bridge on it. All right. 100% upgrade. So, it, so you, don't have the, you don't have those visions of frustration. Right. right. No, right. right. But yeah. if, if you're selling the, lo like the local thing, like see when sees the However, we do have it on the neighbor's hazy IPA. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Yeah. It's still so, there. you know, we still yeah. get that logo. I, I can still get that logo. I drove up to Sullivan's one day. I'm like, we need a new a new label for this. And so I drove up to Sully's. I hop out, and I've got my the phone. I'm yeah. taking pictures, and everybody's looking. I'm like, what's this freak doing? <laughs> Sully's ice cream for those people who don't know, right? Sullivan yeah. Farms. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sullivan, Sullivan Farms. Farms. Thank Not you. Sully's. Sully's is in North Chumpson. Because no, there's like, oh, I know, I know. I'm a Chumpson guy. Yeah, I know so, you, know, and you can't <laughs> say Sully's. Yeah. It's Sullivan Farms, Sullivan Farms. Tingsboro, and Sully's. And you Owned by the same family. family. Yeah. You can tell I'm not from here. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that, yeah. um, the new logo, actually, it's a, it's a blend of our tanks like the top half of it is like fermenters and the bottom half is some steampunk gears cool oh wow. and uh steampunk has been part of our intended image all along just because i really dig the whole steampunk vibe of you know that steam leather wood analog to today's digital solid state technology and brewing's been around for 80 gajillion years so we, yeah. we live it every day yeah. um it's definitely the art and science i think yeah, punk. And, and and so this guy Eric was was interrogating me, and he's like, "Well, you know, <laughs> so what about the rest of it? Who does your labels?" I'm like, "I do." He goes, "Does anybody know that?" <laughs> I'm like, uh, "My wife does." <laughs> so that's where it all came about. Like uh, like our tap handles, I I put together two this morning. We get the the maple at uh, Sherburn Lumber in Tingsboro. They've oh. been a lumber yard since George Washington was president. Yep. And uh, so we actually hand cut them, sand them, do the whole thing in house. You know, it, it's that kind of stuff. He's like, yeah, you need to let people know this. This is part of the whole sort of craft and authenticity that is, is your industry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the, the sciencey part of it is, you know, don't poison people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there's some math involved in brewing. Right, right, know. right. <laughs> so the, the original interview, we asked you what your role of the brewery was. And you said owner, brewer, <laughs> right? What's your role at the brewery now? Jeez. Let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. Because, I mean, now, now let's Tell your story. Like, let's, 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 let's listen to that marketer. What do you do? Come Everything. on. Well, so at the first go around, you're right, because I had Pat. Pat was my brewer. Yep. Now, in a shop our size, job titles are kind of just for the cards. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever needs to be done, you got to do it. There's not a card big enough for all the titles. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Dude. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Another knock from the pandemic, uh, I will, in fact, uh, we're, we're in the hiring throes again. Um, finding production help mm. has been a real challenge. Difficult for everyone. And yeah. uh, Ryan's nodding his head, he knows. He yeah. knows. <laughs> so, so since the middle of last summer, I have been the, literally the brewer, the keg washer, the cellarman, the mop the floor guy. Janitor, yeah. Uh, it's a lot. We, we split it up. You, the barrels behind you are the demarcation between the tap room and the production floor. <laughs> and uh, so we just literally define it as which side of the barrels do you work on, right? And uh, for me, it's yes. <laughs> Everything. Uh, when we got the tap room going, I think uh, my brewer at the time, Mark, and I were working 10, 12 hour days running the brewery. And then we would literally wash our hands and start pouring pints. Yeah. And it hadn't really changed. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So right now you are looking for production help. You're looking so, for production and sales. Like I was looking at your post today and looks like you're yeah, hiring a few so, spots. So um, this is as of May 2022. Right, right. I just want everyone <laughs> to know. Yeah, yeah. When you look back, at this down yeah. the road. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, 
Yeah, I hope we, the uh, positions are filled by the time it's there. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we have uh, one of our bartenders is retiring. This is part of working in a tap room was part of his goal. So he's going to be moving on, sadly. Um, good for him. Uh, so we're going to backfill there a little bit. Uh, now that we've got Joe busy and keeping us busier, uh, with store tastings and events happening outside, we're looking for a couple of brand ambassadors to help out with outside events, people who can work with us internally and, and really understand and tell our story with some conviction, right? Really sell the brewery. And then uh, I just, I had I had a great conversation with a young guy today who was in a bit of a panic. I, uh, I posted an assistant brewer role on Indeed. Hmm. And he pinged me last night. He's like, I got my resume together and I went back to the site and the posting is gone. <laughs> I was like, well, actually we got a really good response and I need to talk to everybody to sift through before I said, we may open it back up. But I said, since you reached out, shoot me your, shoot me your resume. So he did, we had a really nice conversation this afternoon and things are moving forward and I'm knocking on wood here. Within the next two weeks, I should have an assistant brewer. Good. Nice. Yeah. So hey. last, last, time yeah. I saw, last time I saw you were a lot less cray. So like, was Thanks. this, was this, was this, Thanks. this wow, is a result? <laughs> but like now you're going to, now you can focus on other things, right? Like this is going to be good. Like, well, this yeah. is good for you, right? Like, let's look at this. This is good. I, I will give full credit where it's due that most of the fact that, see, there is actually no gray hair, right? It's it, just it's, blonde, right? It, uh, it used to be brown or black yep. or red, and then it goes white and the gray is whatever color is still residually there. <laughs> Fair, um, enough. Fair enough. Yeah. As long as it stays stuck to my head, I'm a happy yeah. kid. I'm going through that. I get that. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> so most of the color change is attributable to my son, not the brewery. Oh, <laughs> oh. of course. Of course. <laughs> Where's your son? He Gets. should be here. Help, help, yeah. Help where, what is he doing? <laughs> uh, well, right now he... Uh, He's behaving. Uh, oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, he, uh, he, let's see, right now we switched out of hockey and right now is soccer and lacrosse. Oh, my God. Yeah, he, in fact, next on Friday he turns 11. Okay. Oh, maybe okay. a little. Maybe He's a little still kind of young. He can clean yeah. kegs, though, maybe. So he, oh, even, I don't know. Oh, no, he comes in, <laughs> like, on vacations or whatever. He's been doing it for a few years, and he, he can mop better than anybody. Oh, love it. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love so, a good mopper. So, um, but, yeah, the. I still laugh, God, when I was opening the brewery, you know, reading as much as you can, talking to people, asking all your, your complete noob questions. And I remember one article in particular, this couple, they had retired, you know, jettisoned from their corporate gigs and they got their little uh, stoic Vermont barn and they were gonna open up their little brewery and they got it going and there was a little Q&A article with them and they had nice pictures, they're standing there in the brewery and the guy's got hoses and the wife is standing there like looking at him. <laughs> And in the Q&A, they're like, you know, what really surprised you? And they're like, the hours are really long and this is hard work. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. No one said it's going to be easy. They're like, well, you want to be a brewer. Did, did, you, yeah. did you do no work? Yeah. 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 Did you have? That's like probably what you hear first. It's, it's a lot of work. People don't understand that. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. labor. The, the innate ability of a brewer to hear liquid falling on concrete. <laughs> Worst sound. And the yeah. panic that ensues. Oh, God. <laughs> what, what fixing is loose? Yeah. What, what is happening? Yep. Yep. Money's on the ground. <laughs> yeah. What do you feel about some trends, though, in, in beer right now? I mean, you see a lot of different beers out there in the wild, and in, in, you probably hear the feedback. Like, but You know what? It's, it's crazy. I mean, what I see, honestly, is I see an amazing uh, movement to RTDs. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm at a tasting, and... There's a whole like shelf and coolers full of these ready to drink. So we're we're in a, a competition with other brewer, other breweries, local breweries, larger breweries, and now you have uh, ready to drinks available and all these. So um, it's just a, it's just a lot of competition, and it's really finding your niche and trying to find the the right places because you know not every place is gonna sell our beer. You know yeah. what I mean? And not every, you know, we want our beer sold, you know, as many places as we can, right? But sometimes it just, it's not, it's not the right fit. You yeah. know what I mean? So um, we're, we're, you know, we have really great partners um, locally and uh, we're, you know, we're looking to, is, as we build in and continue to grow and grow out, is just finding those right. And, and how we're doing it is a grassroots approach through the tastings, through the, yeah. 
the, the events. Yeah, some of the, so we sat down, I think we, we went out uh, last summer and picked up, I don't know, 12 or 14 commercially available seltzers, right? Thinking, okay, God, do we, is this a train we got to hop on? And so we had a wonderful hour of getting buzzed drinking. <laughs> <laughs> we did all a March Madness we style. We did that, yes. <laughs> we were fucked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, we're all just going to hang in the brewery for the yeah. next <laughs> Yeah. yeah. cry and, in the corner. And honestly, you know, parsing through the language of the licensure and what you got to do, da 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 we're like, us. you know what? We're going to pass on this one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and other things like over the last few years, um, glitter beers, just, okay, I had to say. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, yeah, last time we talked, it was like Brute IPA. <laughs> it's like, that's not Well, so we did a Brute, and yeah. it did well, and guess what we're bringing back this summer? Are you bringing really? a Brute? Yeah. Are you nice. calling it a Brute IPA? Upper atmosphere. Ah, I love it. <laughs> love it. Uh, when, that's great. When, yeah, I'm excited we, because that was a really... Uh, solid beer, and I was yep. it was a fan favorite. And so when nice. he told me he was bringing it back, I think we're gonna get. And it's a great beer in the summer too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah it's a good style. Yeah, like cool. The whole milkshake craze. We because we didn't have the tap room yet. Yeah. We we tasted, 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 and every single one that had been packaged. Um, I remember I was my parents were visiting and we're sitting in my kitchen and I had poured one out. It was I don't know a pomegranate whatever one. And I poured it into a pint glass. I went out to start the grill. I come back in, and my dad, you gonna drink that? And I, what? And he goes, look. And literally, lactose was, it was like a snow globe. It was raining out of oh suspension. My God. And the, like the bottom <laughs> inch and a half of the pint glass was a fog of, uh, of lactose. Yeah. No. And I was like, no, this is the last one. This, it just doesn't work. Yeah. So one other trend that has happened is everybody wants to be healthy. And mm. so there's the rise of the low and non-alcoholic brews, right? Yeah. Um, the science side of me is like, whoo. Um, <laughs> How do I do that? <laughs> well, and I've got a real good friend who, through life choices and whatnot, uh, does not consume alcohol. So he's my sounding post on the non-alcoholic stuff. And uh, look for one. Look for one? Actually, Stay tuned. Look, look for three. Ooh. Oh. That's cool. I have a question uh do you have any rules for NA? But we do have to keep the lights on for us at the Brewers podcast, so we're going to take it away to some sponsor bumps. Take, right. it away, take it away, sound guy, right? Are you a solo artist, band, podcaster, or anyone else who needs recording services? Well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality. Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians. Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Brute sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. And we're back. Oh my god, Joe's been practicing that for like an and hour and a half. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> Why I can't ride with we've, him. We've we've all like we've been rolling our eyes. I'm just kidding. So <laughs> sick of it. Um, when you brew any beer in general, but non-alcoholic, uh, we've heard a lot of brewers say like they have certain rules in place, like self rules, like they want to make sure a it tastes actually like a beer. B you know, it's, do you have any of those rules in place, kind of with your NA stuff that you? may or may not be brewing that you probably are brewing that you can't commit to so we're still <laughs> safely in the r&d stage yep. um it, it, it's quirky as i'll get out because there's like three or four different ways to go at it right yeah uh sliding along the this tastes like garbage scale <laughs> Cardboard. Um, well yeah and, and part of it is the trick you can either make a beer like in the old days you can make a beer and then you can rip the alcohol out of it mm. a couple different ways uh, which results in this tastes like garbage. And then you can be Elon Musk and go in with your reverse osmosis system. Oh, Co-owner yeah. of this podcast now. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, or the other way, there, there's, there, there's vacuum distillation. There's all these other 
enhanced ways to go at it. And the, the gist of it is if you brew it in such a way that it isn't there in the first place, you don't have to take it out. Yeah. And, and to me, that's the, that's the path that we're on is how do, you, how do you flip that rock and make it work, right? Um, so, yeah, it's got to have the mouthfeel. It's got to have uh, it's the same basic premise that the brewer makes wort, yeast makes beer. Yep. Mm. And therefore, you have to present your particular strain of yeast with um, the right wort, the right grist. The grain has to be right. And, and there's some, that's some of the important stuff. Uh, basically, you, you got to give it shit it doesn't like to eat. <laughs> and yeah. you got to use a particular strain that doesn't like to eat anyway. So anybody who grew up with finicky kids or siblings, it's that one. <laughs> <laughs> you only eat hot dogs? Um, and, and so you... You pick one that doesn't like to eat, you give it shit it doesn't like to eat anyway, and then you give it an environment where it's uncomfortable. Make something. <laughs> and, and yell at it, right? And, uh, and that's, that's how it comes out. Um, it should get you well up under the federal less than a half a percent ABV. Um, and that's where that's where we're tinkering at this point is fine tuning. Yeah. Um, Do you think there's a big call for it in the market? Uh, it depends on what big looks like to you. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, so one yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, well, it's big so enough, enough where he's for, brewing it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. Right. I mean, I think there's just like he was saying. There's a there's a group there's a, a contingency of people that are looking at. Hey, I want to have beer, but I don't want the alcohol. Right. But I want they it to want taste to like beer. They want to go to a brewery yeah. and have that experience, yeah. So, yeah. but not have the yeah, beer. Well, if, if, you're yeah. the one, if you're the driver, or if, right. Right, if sure. you're out, or if you... The, I, my wife's cousin, uh, if he has alcohol, he gets raccoon eyes. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, so people, there's all kinds of different things, right? Uh, any Anybody who's carrying a baby. Mm -hmm. um, so, it, it, almost infinite number of possible scenarios. Um if you hold up the flagship at this point, it's got to be athletic. Um, yeah. You know, reading last year that they closed out a $17 million fundraising round. Yeah. They, yeah. they bought one of Ballast Point's shops out mm -hmm. in San Diego, and they threw $5 million at a canning line. Yeah, they skyrocketed last dollars. year. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, and we, we brought our canning line up here on a U-Haul trip. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> um, so... It, is there a niche? Is there a market for it? Absolutely. The caveat is there's a market for anything that's well done. Correct. If you want to keep churning out stuff that tastes like garbage, no. <laughs> and, and and that's the challenge, right? There's, right. The, there's the quality bar. Our, our entire industry, the whole thing I think that craft beer has brought is this almost uh, a ge geometric or exponential yeah. lift of the by. quality bar. You're right. not getting by if it's not, if it's not tasting good. Do you think that's the case? What? That it tastes good or No, no. That to go to your point that craft beer though there is a bar and are people constantly trying to exceed that bar have people become comfortable. Mm. I, I know we don't want to call names, but I'm but I mean it seems like there's new breweries opening up all the time. So we got our city occupancy permit September of twenty fifteen. At the end of that calendar year the Brewers Association published that there were forty one forty four. So 4,144 breweries, and they were all hooping up because it had surpassed the previous high water mark of 1873, <laughs> yeah. right? Yep. So fast forward to now where there are, that's right, two and a half times more breweries wow. open than when we got our permit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's the intimidating wall of beer in every store. They're Everybody. not only yes. on your street corner, they're on the <laughs> next street corner. Well, they're everywhere. Yeah. You know, uh, and... So the competition is fierce. Customer education is up a lot. Uh, sure. Do you think their education is always right? <laughs> some of my favoriteest videos ever are brewers respond to untapped ratings. Oh, we did oh, that for we, a while. Oh, we did that. We did that for a while. We know. Yeah, yeah so, uh, but no. It seem like it's, listen, I work in engineering, and I know you work in, some people are so smart they're dangerous, meaning that they're really not smart. They just... They just think smart they're really enough smart. To, to be vocal. <laughs> well, so there, there's all kinds of different folks out there, right? Um, so in, in a prior life, I actually taught survey design and analysis. I taught advanced in, in, uh, industrial experimentation and design. Um, 
you can get what you want out of statistical analysis. You can bend it mostly because of how you collect it in the first place. So when you give people unweighted uh, uh, one to seven scale or one to 10 scale, it's a Likert scale. One of the requirements of that is that you define every anchor point. If you right. don't, you get what you get, right? Now, get those people liquored up <laughs> and Ooh, baby. let them get out there and give your, that's right, Belgian wit beer a one because I hate <laughs> Belgian beers. It's my favorite review. Thanks, you tool. Why did, why did you rate it in the first place? Why did you drink it? Why did you buy it? Yeah. Um, the reason just about everybody jettisoned their uh, their growler program four or five years ago was because they got sick and tired of getting the, that's right, quarter star rating because I got the last pour on a growler and it was flat. So that's the brewer's fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, no. You get what you get with any kind of subjective feedback. You say thank you, and you filter it accordingly. Um, there are there are categories of folks. There are normal people. Those are the people <laughs> who roll up at a beer festival, and they're like, what do you have that's like Budweiser? Uh, okay, now let me talk to you for a couple of minutes, right? There's the, I'm going to show you, I think it was Idle Hands, the, the home brewer who insists that your hops are wrong. <laughs> you should have brewed it this way. And then you run into a, just that one eclectic, quirky, pseudo-intellectual tool. Um, Haze bro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Haze bro. Or, or at some festivals, what's the one that's got the most alcohol in it? Right, how right. How many ounces did you use to dry hop this? We've been yeah. to a few fests lately, and it's yeah. amazing how many, like, breweries bring a 10% beer to the fest or whatever. I guess it's left over from, like, the extreme beer fest days, right? But still, it's like, I'm going to beer fest. I just want to try things and enjoy my time. I don't want to die, okay? I want, <laughs> like, I want session beer fest. Yes, please. <laughs> Lager well, beer there fest. should be a session beer fest. Well, Lager fest. Well, Come you, on. You see, you see those little Haze Bros run through with their little string of tickets. They're like yeah. a kid at a carnival, yeah. right? Right, right. And they come up in the first 20 minutes, and they get your 9% Imperial yeah. IPA. Yeah. And then you see them three hours later. <laughs> And they're dead. And they're entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. It's like people watching at Walmart. Yes. Yes. See, I wasn't going to go there, but yeah. You went there and I was proud of you. Um, So do you, I mean, are you guys making any Pilsner's, Lagers, Kolsch, any of the lighter offerings like that? Lighter, I hate that word, but. So let's look around the table at our four. No. Our 4% Blondale. Yep. Our 4.1% Goza. Yep. Um. Yeah, we, we haven't done Pilsners. We did a Kolsch a year ago, and it did exactly like you would expect. Brewers love making beers cool. that are difficult to make because yeah. it tests mm-hmm. your technical acumen. Yeah. And they don't sell for beans. Yeah. Okay? Unless you throw— <laughs> The brewers drink it. <laughs> well, or they'll, yeah, they'll, exactly. sit the, they'll sit at the bar, they'll compliment Coach you on outside. it. me um, outside. Yeah, there, there's a zillion styles that brewers love. Um this summer, we're talking about maybe doing some sort of a Mexican lager, right? A Love corn. Mexican lager. Yeah, it's a good warm weather beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, other stuff, uh, one, I'm going to honor a kid that was with us last summer. He threw out some stuff on the wall one day when we were talking about what might we do, and he mentioned coconut. Okay, that's an ingredient I have yet not worked with, but we're going to. And it's going to be one of a couple of variants. I'm going to make a cream ale. I grew up in the Rochester, New York area, so Genesee, Genesee cream yeah, ale. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The green um, bullets, I love them. And uh, so we're going to do a cream ale. One version of it, I'm just going to call regular, no uh, no sugar. It's going to be a coffee-infused cream ale. <laughs> love it. Cool. Uh, love that's it. a good one. That's a good name. Yeah, and then uh, then we're going to do a coconut version of it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm guessing people will eat it up. Yeah. Most yeah. likely, yeah. yes. So, so <laughs> I, I like playing with beers in the four and a half to six percent range uh, mm-hmm. mostly because you know i'm a dad i want to be able to have a couple beers cooking dinner i want to be coherent i don't want to fall asleep um uh, yeah a 10 percent beer is great when i don't have to go anywhere or do anything which is never <laughs> right for you exactly <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm the same way yeah definitely all right so we did not ask you last time uh oh. But where do you see yourself? In five years. In five years. Because <laughs> we'll be back here in five years, I guess. No. For sure. So, uh, well, not here. Episode. 
podcast. 4,000. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Where we're all hologram. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're doing this from. They're like, that pandemic? Yeah, it's still. No, I'm just kidding. It's still going. <laughs> oh, no. no, I hope not. Knock on wood. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a fair question to ask at this point. Um, and, and it's not really a different plan than we had before, given the pandemic reboot. Um, we're going to be bigger. Uh, we'll have more folks on board. Our tap room will be, I'll say, two to three times the size that it is now. So instead of a 50-person tap room, larger, right? With actual outdoor seating, not in a parking lot. Um, and our brewery will be in a more pedestrian, higher foot traffic, car traffic kind of area. Yeah. Uh, that's To me, that's the big accomplishment. One, be here in five years. Two, <laughs> yeah. um, have a home, like a permanent home. Yeah. Um, and we'll continue to make weird ass beers. Uh, we'll make some good IPAs. We'll make some good stouts. Uh, but I'm still going to be playing around with different things. Yeah. Love it. I have to say, you, you said weird ass beers. You make, we've seen weird beers, but you don't, make, you don't make, <laughs> you don't make like super crazy, super crazy, crazy like <laughs> lactose glitter, kettled sour. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah, no. no <laughs> They make like pedestrian weird. We're yeah. talking about we're well, talking about beer mat. That's yeah, not yeah, a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, so so one that it's probably this year as long as the pandemic stays calm and all the rest of that hoo ha. One that would be fun to bring back. Maybe a tap room only beer. Real early on, back when the the whole Twilight thing, the vampires <laughs> yeah, and werewolves yeah. was the thing, right? I was still homebrew and I'm like, I want to make a vampire beer. And Wait, what is a vampire beer? Yeah. Well. Thank you for asking. Yeah, you're welcome. So we, we made one, and we called it Exsanguinator. Ooh. Um, I did not have that one, by the way. I was going to say, I don't I'm think really I did either, so I'm, I'm very really disappointed curious. that I didn't have that. Well, so, what was the style? Tuned, what is Exsanguinator? So imagine you roll up, and not the glitter beer, but you roll up, like, today's slushy beers. You're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> right. It's a scarlet or a crimson colored beer Ooh. with a tight white head. Ooh, right? all right, all right. So Pat was on board and I explained what I wanted to do. He's like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Let's go. so we got to we got to scribbling and sketching and trying and what we came up with was effectively an imperial wheat. Cool. Yeah. Came in around just over 9%. Uh, we brewed it with blood orange. Nice. Because, you know, vampire. Yep. <laughs> uh, and we started looking like, all right, what's gonna, how are we gonna get the red? And then we started looking at culinary articles, recipes, and all around, like what food pairings, what ingredients go well together. Uh, and our our honey people at Merrimack Valley Apiaries, we went down there, we did a tasting, and the guy was like, here, you gotta try all these other ones. And he goes, we got in the conversation. He says, yeah, and sometimes we send our bees over to the, the cranberry bog in Chelmsford. I'm like, what? You ever get to try it, try cranberry honey. Yeah. Wow, I don't think I've had that before. So we threw a Noted. pile of cranberry honey in with the blood orange, and we got the color from hibiscus. Nice. Oh, nice. And so, believe it or not, chefs like that blood orange, cranberry, super sweet tart. Okay. And, All right. and, and then hibiscus, of course, yeah. has its own kind of citrusy thing. Yep. And it was killer. Yeah. <laughs> but um bum So, uh... Oh, that was a good it, one. Get it, get it, get it, vampire uh, killer. Thank you. Yes, that, was good. that was a good game. You're welcome. So we'll uh, look for that on tap here in the tap room around. That's right. Halloween. Oh, you don't say. You don't say. But that's stuff like that. We did a, we did a chocolate-covered cherry beer one time, um, and the impetus was we knew Valentine's Day was coming up, and the yeast, that, the German yeast that we use to make our alt beer produces a cherry ester. So, okay, let's make a double alt. We'll throw it in the bourbon barrels with a whole lot of cherry puree and let it rot for six to eight weeks and see what happens. <laughs> and we pulled it out, and then we threw it in the bright tank on a gazillion pounds of cocoa nibs. <laughs> and it was chocolate-covered cherry. Yeah. Delish. And it was 9%. Oh, I mm. want that right now. Yeah. Party. Let us know. Yeah, party. Party. Yeah. party. Uh, well, I'm, I'm tapped out of questions. Erica? Yeah, no, we're good. You're good, right? <laughs> Ryan's giving the thumbs up. Yay, Ryan! Yeah. Woo! Gentlemen, thank you for doing that. Uh, this was great. We it, was, it was nice to be here. It was nice to have you here. Yeah. I'm, I know. Again. 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 Yes. Let's make sure it's not First five years. First time for you. First time for me. But, but you maybe know. there's a second. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Let's, absolutely. Um, 
we want people to come here. Uh, so what is your physical location? And yes, we know. You can type it into the Google machine on your phone. Just, just so we are located at 92 Bolt Street, Bolt Street in Lowell, Massachusetts. Is it Unit B? Uh, it's actually Unit 2, except, oh, unit two. except nobody unit uses two. that one anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're going to get most of the way through Lowell. You're going to get down to the entrance to Bolt Street, and you're like, I, I ain't <laughs> driving down there. Yeah. Drive down there. No, it's yeah. okay. So we drive promise. down there. Our, our neighbors across the street, Greener Landscaping, they have planted Bradford pears and cherry trees. They put up a really nice fence. So as you drive in, it actually looks really nice. You come into our big parking lot with our big industrial warehouse building, and you'll see our logo out there. Come on up the steps. Come on into the tap room. And enjoy. Have a party. Okay. Yeah. And you have signage out too, so it's it's not too difficult to yeah. find. Yeah. And uh, look out for them on social media because I know yeah. that you are really making a kick for They're social rebranding. media. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. That's how we, we, we were we were connecting, and uh, you know, this summer we're gonna have a lot of you know outside events, and yeah. you know, and. No, I've I've seen a couple bands here, music wise. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a really nice uh, regular. Uh, weekly live music series. Uh, in fact, this Sunday we have a spring, like a, a vendor market. Yeah. Uh, so Very cool. Yeah. So, so now you said sports as well. Do you have a projector or something that you put up? We do. Our, awesome. our benefit of our neighborhood here Ooh. is that our neighbors do huge convention management. Oh, wow. And when we got the tap room opened, uh, I asked them about it and all of a sudden, like an army of ants, they come <laughs> scurrying over here and in 20 minutes they, they gave us this huge high def projector oh, and, nice. and real honest to god speakers that's and awesome so where i'm looking opposite us that white wall yeah. is is our screen very nice. cool so, so a good spot to come and watch a game yeah bees games patriots games um we'll be doing celtics movies. celtics yeah, are looking good oh uh, yeah yeah i mean we have a hockey fan here i mean i, I like understand. hockey as well but i know I'm a, but i'm a celtic basketball fan. exists yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've heard of it yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, any involvement in the folk festival this summer? Because it's coming back. I'm excited about that. Yeah, finally yeah, coming back. Yeah. yeah. It, it, well, it'll we'll it'll be taking place in Lowell, where yes. our brewery is located. Yes. Yes. Woohoo! That's a yeah. good answer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be open. Yeah. And you can probably find our beers at some of the spots That's, during the folk yeah, festival. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah they uh, they uh, they run a tight ship. They run a really good organization. Great event. Uh, and we're located in Lowell. Yeah. So come come to come to Merrimack Hills. Come to Lowell. <laughs> come to Lowell. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for doing this today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. We're going to go drink more beer. Yeah, Yay. sounds all, good. You're all jealous, so uh, we'll catch you next week. Uh, we have an awesome episode coming up, so take a look at our social medias. Yeah. And just remember, we are going to every other week, so, uh, you know, go listen to our backlog catalog. Look out for us on YouTube, TikTok, whatever you have it. And uh, if Give you us like a follow you, everywhere. Yeah, and if you like what you hear, send us a message. If you don't, send us a message, but privately. Yeah. No, you can send it Secretly. locally. Be vocal, I don't care. <laughs> all right, cheers. 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 cheers.